Welcome to Chick Chat with Unapologetically Karen, the podcast for women by women. I'm Karen Webb, architect, author, entrepreneur, creative junkie, and your host. Chick Chat is your resource for building your big, bold, and beautiful feminine life. So join me for some eye-opening and jaw-dropping dialogue that has people talking. Our guest today is Elle Russ. She is a number one best-selling author, world-renowned thyroid health expert, and master coach. She is the author of Confident as F, the F word, we won't say it today, <laughs> and The Paleo Thyroid Solution, a book that has helped thousands of people around the world reclaim their health. Elle has written for Entrepreneur Magazine and has been featured in Success Magazine, Huffington Post, Mind Body Green, podcasting magazine, prevention, and so much more. Elle has been coaching people all over the world in a variety of areas for over a decade. She's also the host of The Elle Russ Show, a weekly show intended to inspire, motivate, and educate. Elle has been podcasting for eight years with over 500 interviews and 20 million downloads. Hello, Elle. Very nice to have you. Hi, thank you so much. Glad to Great. be here. So I have looked over all of your stuff and I'm so intrigued about this uh, connection you made and, and really um, how you dug deep into the issue of thyroid. So tell us a little just your background and, and what got you into that. Uh, you know, I think like a lot of health experts and coaches, it's uh, you, you have a problem that doctors can't solve. Mm -hmm. And so you end up figuring out yourself, which is what happened to me. So um, I was 30 years old at the time, perfect health, perfect uh, health with my, you know, the women in my family. I started to get my period every couple of weeks. Hmm. Uh, that seems a little abnormal. I go to the doctor and the doctor's like, here's the first mistake. The doctor said, oh, let's patch that symptom. We'll give you the birth control pill. Didn't ask the question. Mm -hmm. Why is a 30 year old with great health bleeding abnormally? Maybe we should check her thyroid, which is the gland responsible for the production and regulation of your sex yes. hormones. But they didn't. In fact, what they did is they tested the thyroid incorrectly based on a 1973 test. That's the year I was born. That's 49 freaking years. <laughs> okay. um, so they take these outdated tests. So here's what happens. Um, I had to become an expert. I had to dose myself. I had to become my own doctor. Uh, it was very disconcerting. I live in Los Angeles, one of the biggest cities in the world, one of the best cities in the world for yes. medicine. I would go to celebrity hormone doctors on the back of Suzanne Summers books and spend $600 for an appointment and then nobody would help me. I was misdiagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome. You will probably mis be misdiagnosed. So I became a thyroid health expert because I had no choice but to fix myself. And then what happened is I ended up, you know, fixing everyone else around the world. And now, thankfully, I have the ultimate thyroid course. It's a 30-hour course. And thankfully, doctors are taking it. You know, oh, I've... Good. Ego in medicine is the problem. It's how could I not have learned all I learned in medical school at Harvard and paid 100000 for? Of course, I must have learned everything. And so the true problem with hypothyroidism, and it is 200 million plus people in the world, wow. it's 25 plus million Americans just on one thyroid hormone. 60% are undiagnosed. So what's the problem? Why don't endocrinologists and experts know about this? Yes. Number okay. one, they're steeped in outdated protocols. Okay. Number two... They are, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. First, usually, is they don't take the right amount of tests. Well, then that's 
all sorts of problems can stem from there. Then they might take the right tests, but then they're not evaluating them correctly. They might take the right tests, they might evaluate them correctly, but then they're not treating it correctly. So all sorts of problems happen along the way. It's very rare to find someone who understands the whole picture. And, and that is why me and some other best-selling thyroid uh, patients, uh, the best-selling thyroid books are written by patients, not surprised, you know, right, it's not exactly. a shocker. Uh, we're the ones out there coaching and helping people all over the world and really putting out the message. So myself, and I always like to mention two other thyroid authors who sa- helped me save my life, um, Janie Bullthorpe, who wrote Stop the Thyroid Madness, and she's got an amazing website for thyroid oh, wow. health. And then Paul Robinson out of England who wrote Recovering with T3. And I always mention them because they're the only two authors that I wouldn't bother with. So let me, and and I am intrigued because I have gone down a similar path, like I'm sure so many women, like you've just said. Um, But, and again, without getting the right answers, feeling like I was frustrated, you know, when I, and and then leaving and going to an endocrinologist who at least understands it so much better. not sure if it's perfect. We're still evaluating it, but let's first talk about for people that aren't sure what the symptoms are. Let's kind of go over what you were feeling at the time. What I know you mentioned you had over 30 of these symptoms. What, what are some? Yeah. And so people can kind of assess their own, their own body. Um, one of the most common ones, but sometimes this is not a symptom, but it's very rare, is unexplainable weight gain. So like you're doing everything to lose weight, you can't seem to lose weight, you just have an inexplicable weight gain out of nowhere. Uh, The other would be extreme exhaustion. You're really tired throughout the day. You feel like you need to take naps every afternoon. Maybe it's taking you two, three hours to really get it together in the morning to get out the door. You got to have five cups of coffee, that kind of thing. Waking up with puffy face, dry skin, cracked heels. Um, Hair falling out mm-hmm. is a huge one, huge one. And you know, because you're like, oh my God, it's in your hands, yeah. it's in your drain. And you're like, what's happening to me? The other thing too is, so I straighten my hair today. I just blew dry it straight, but I have curly hair. So you'll have like loss of curliness in your hair. Oh. And then also things really weird will happen. Um, like I woke up one morning, this is in, when I was very hypothyroid and it it's like something had bangs, like half my hair ripped off. And all I can explain is that it felt like very weak, but yet rubber bandy hair instead of strong Mm -hmm. hair. And so I always describe it the way I felt it in case anyone else feels that way. The other is extreme constipation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You should be going every morning, if not twice a day, sometimes three. So constipation is brutal and no amount of laxatives or, or, or coffee colonics do the job. And you're just suffering with that extreme bloating, all sorts of gastrointestinal issues. Um, nutrient deficiencies. Uh, so yeah, bloating gas, no matter what you eat. And again, that could be because candida got out of control in your body. It could be for so many reasons, but because thyroid is the master gland of the body, it's responsible for everything, Mm -hmm. our metabolism, our fat burning, every methylation process. You know, we humans, we need to be 98.6 roughly in the afternoon. Okay. You know, and lizards have their own set of instructions (laughs) for their DNA. Right. So how can you tell you're freezing all the time? Right. And you know who you are because you're the one that's cold when no one else is. Now, my hands and feet are cold right now. I'm not chilled though. Right. So no one should have hot hands and feet. I don't want you exactly. You know, everyone's hands would be a little cold, but there's the difference. It would be, you'd be feeling the chill, right? So my hands and feet are cold. Cool, cool right now, but I'm not feeling cold. And I bet you if I took my temperature, it'd probably be 90. Right, right. And I, I remember for me too, it's the hair loss for sure. But I also, I always say I, I lose my um, eyebrow tails. 
right? The tails that's just right. disappear. The outer, the outer eyebrows. Right. Yep. All of a sudden, they're uh, like acne. this long, and that's it. And then the rest is just gone. So I, I completely remember. Right. And what about insomnia? Oh, yeah. So well, first of all, it, it, you could be like sleeping all mm-hmm. the time, or you could have a resurgence of energy and then not being able to get to bed at night. So this happens because when you don't have enough energy from the thyroid hormones that are supposed to give you this life, you know, giving energy, your adrenal glands yes. take over and they end up getting very exhausted. And so when the adrenal glands blow out, you get a sensitive to like light, sound, smells, things are very overwhelming. Mm. Um, and your adrenals just get absolutely exhausted. So what can happen there is you can have really wonky adrenals. You can have very low morning cortisol, be dragging, and then at 6 p.m. suddenly light up and now you can't go to bed at night. Um, some My situation with cortisol was I was just exhausted all day long mm-hmm. and all night, so I didn't have that right. extra surge, but there are some people that do get that. What people don't realize is that the adrenals need T3, the biologically active thyroid hormone, in order to make cortisol. Okay, So that's why you get adrenal fatigue when you have untreated hypothyroidism. So like if these doctors knew what they were doing and they could catch every case right away and fix it, right, then you wouldn't have this problem. But because it lingers, people go undiagnosed, they go to five, six, seven doctors, ah, the adrenals have taken over for too long. It's trying to give you energy. It's overpumping cortisol. What that also does is send you into like a eating disorder state because you are craving energy and foods. You're craving carbs. You're craving all of this stuff, even though if you ate a grape or you'd, you'd gain 10 pounds the next day, like nothing you do to try to lose weight will work. Now, there are very few people that don't have the weight thing, but they will have the other symptoms. So brain fog is a great one. Um, brain fog, everyone has experienced this. Um, so even if you don't have hypothyroidism, everyone has had a cold at mm-hmm. some point, I'm assuming. If you yeah, wow. Big wow. Well, uh, wow. Mm-hmm. Life. But if you haven't had a head cold before, so if you've had one, you know that stuffy feeling and it's like the worst day of it where you're just staring into space, nothing's fun, you don't want to do anything, you don't want to watch anything, like you're just brain yeah. dead yeah. and you're like, where is all of this not coming from? That is brain mm-hmm. fog with hypothyroidism without the snot. So that's how you feel. And you can get into car accidents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing is brain to hand dexterity. So you'll notice like your hand's writing messy or you're writing like a dyslexic or you're speaking like one. You can't find the words. You're having cognitive issues. You're starting to feel dumber. This is a, that's a good a really one that I don't one. think a lot of people know, but I do recall when I, before I was really diagnosed. Yeah. I, I completely know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And, and, you, and it's, it's yeah. scary because it's in your own brain and you're going, am I getting older? Yeah. Is it, oh shit. And then you go, oh, Aunt Mary had something wrong with her. <laughs> maybe, I'm going, well, maybe Aunt Mary had untreated Hashimoto's. Uh, yeah, like we don't yeah. know, right? So, so the brain stuff is bad. It's not just depression and general malaise. We have more receptors in our brain for the biologically active hormone than anywhere. So you will be okay. depressed. And it's not because your body's falling apart. I mean, you will literally be depressed. You'll have general malaise. You won't be able to access happiness. Yes. You can treat depression with thyroid hormones even. Um, uh, usually symptoms resolve once you get optimized and then you're like, wow, I, I went, I couldn't even, I couldn't even access being happy. Yeah. So all of the things I just mentioned, and there's so much more, uh, hi, that's your whole life. Right? Oh yeah. All, all those things. things. Are- and I think that now, now let me ask you, I, I'm, Oh, also, yeah, sorry. I want to pipe in the most important thing, especially for women, because this does disproportionately affect right. women. Fertility miscarriages. Okay. If you can't get pregnant, 
Or if you can plan your pregnancy, please check this thyroid thoroughly beforehand. You, I've really? known so many people who have gotten several miscarriages that were mistreated by an endocrinologist that were on thyroid oh, hormone. Goodness. It just wasn't the right for them. And they had miscarriages. Then by the time they figured this out, it was too late. It's a really horrible That's a day really, when you're called yes, into yes. a ball crying because a doctor gave you misinformation and you could have had a baby. Oh, that's, that's heartbreaking. And do you think that, so does it happen to women more later in life or is it kind of across the board once, you know, once we have our period and we're like, you know, already in that stage of life or. It's kind of across the board. I've worked with uh, families and their kids who are like 11. Oh, really? You know, uh, to, to, yeah, to someone in, you know, 65 Mm -hmm. who just got it. Um, It really doesn't matter. I would say the majority of women, probably the age range is probably like 27 to like 40, where that might creep up. Okay. Mm -hmm. What causes it to creep up? But it's no rhyme or reason as to what age. Okay. And is there some, what are the catalysts for? Like what causes it? Do we, you know, what causes your body to start, you know, not producing what you need? Well, there are so many contributing factors to thyroid function. Okay. So diet is important. So for example, Hashimoto's, Hashimoto's is the autoimmune form of hypothyroidism. It feels and is treated sort of just the same, though there's some extra nuances to it. But so if your audience doesn't understand, I'll just quickly explain, like, let me just talk about autoimmune disorders. So for example, when we talk about type one diabetes, not the diabetes type two that you give to yourself because you have too much, you didn't know better. (laughs) Not that one. But the type two, type one diabetes is that your immune system makes a mistake. It starts attacking the pancreas. The pancreas can no longer release insulin. Now you're dependent on insulin as a type one Mm -hmm. diabetic. In the case of rheumatoid arthritis, your immune system, again, makes a mistake. It starts attacking your joints. Yes, exactly. Okay. So, so it's, it's making this mistakes usually starts to attack a gland with Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune form of hypothyroidism. What happens is, is your immune system makes a mistake, starts trying to murder the thyroid Mm. gland. Okay. So it starts trying to kill it. Eventually it'll render it probably kind of finished and you'll have to go on thyroid hormones. It's also the easiest one to catch right away and fix without having to go on thyroid hormones. And it can be done via diet. Okay. Okay. We know for sure and you can look it up. There's PubMed articles. There's studies. I even wrote several articles. Everyone can go to lrust.com uh, forward slash blog. I have articles on low-dose naltrexone for Hashimoto's, histamine issues, all the things that go along with, with, with thyroid issues. And I'm constantly, every week, putting out another medical type yeah. of article. Mm-hmm. But when you are... Okay, so... How do I... Uh, okay, so we know for sure that gluten in and of itself ignites the Hashimoto antibodies. It's bad for really? people yes. with all autoimmune mm-hmm. disorders. Okay. I have a friend, Palmer Kippola, wrote a book called Beat Autoimmune, cured herself of MS after 20 oh my. years. Really? Now, the first week she quit gluten, her stomach issues mm-hmm. went away. The first month she quit gluten, every yeah. single MS symptom went away. Wow. I, I stopped with gluten about, I'm gluten-free. I, I stopped it about six years ago. And that brain yeah. fog that you're talking about, that is, it, happens it with totally that. happens with gluten. I'd be driving and at the time I had a commute and I'd be driving, I'm like, you know, wake up. Like I just feel this fog. Like I don't feel like I would wake up until like noon, you know? And then by three o'clock driving home, this was the thyroid thing. I'd be desperate for a nap. Just, you know, yes, yeah. Yes, definitely. Hard That's to usually keep my eyes happens. open. Like, yeah. It's yep. Yeah. It's like painful. You like have to go sleep. You're ready to just you just pull over into like a bus depot and take a nap. You're like, I'll go anywhere. Yeah. It's that struggling to, and if you need a nap every day at that time, that's a problem. Yeah. Um, 
So we know gluten is a big problem. Now, is gluten going to cause Hashimoto's in you if you don't already kind of have that within your, mm, probably not. Is gluten good for you? No, I still wouldn't (laughs) eat it, but it's okay. Yeah. But if you have Hashimoto's, you really can't eat it. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, And there's some other things to be done. So there are ways to bring those antibodies down. It's treated the same way as regular hypothyroidism, except for that there are some other additional nuances for people with Hashimoto's. I see. So um, that's really important. What what else can uh, antagonize the thyroid? Well, don't take a walking tour of Chernobyl. (laughs) Don't go near a nuclear. (laughs) I think we can all try (laughs) not. Don't involve the nuclear war. Stay away from nuclear war. The other would be um, not having sufficient amounts of iodine, but I I, I always hesitate to bring this up because people will research thyroid problems and then they'll see iodine and they'll go, oh, iodine, and go take iodine. They take all this strong iodine, which can be actually harmful to you and not good. So... Um, so uh, maybe it, perhaps an iodine deficiency, selenium deficiency. Selenium is depleted from our soils. We really need it in our lives. It is responsible for the conversion of a one particular thyroid hormone into an active one. If that conversion doesn't happen. You have a problem. So if you want to optimize yeah. your life, you get your vitamin D optimized. You get your ferritin, which is your iron store op- optimized. You you know do vitamin you know D, uh, iron, and then what else? You want B twelve. Right. You know get some nutrients optimized. Maybe you take a thyroid support formula with a little light dose of iodine and some other things. No one needs to run out and go grab a bottle of iodine. Go test yourself for iodine first to see if you need to take the strong, And how do people test for that? Can you... Well, you can take a blood test. I still think, I haven't done it in a while, but I still believe they do this, the iodine loading test, which is also one where you take iodine in the morning, like you pee, you take iodine and you just pee into a jug all day long. And then they, they test it. That's like a hundred bucks. You can do that on your own without a doctor or you could also mark it on a blood test. Okay. So yeah. So, so iodine, um, some would say, now again, I don't know that there's any evidence for this, but people have said, you know, can smoking suppress a TSH can, you know, can, can, can these other environmental factors, we know heavy metals for sure affects mitochondrial function and thyroid. So how do you start? Well, if you don't have all the money in the world to go do the heavy metal test, blah, 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 I get it. But you at least need to get six main tests to see if your thyroid's okay. And there's some natural things you can do to maybe detox or attempt something. Heavy metal tests are usually like a couple hundred bucks. They're not too bad. Um, I had heavy metals and I can tell you right now, it sucks. And it's a definite difference when you get and rid of them. where did you get very them high from? Mercury. Where, was that from like drinking in the water? Does it have it or what else? I had extreme high mercury and high arsenic. Huh. So I don't know how the arsenic came about other than possibly chicken and rice. Okay. Um, hmm. Rice has arsenic in it. Um, not that I eat rice now, but maybe a Back then, former right. mm-hmm. life then. I also ate a lifetime of sushi and canned tuna. Really? Okay. Yeah. Who doesn't love this sushi? I, love fish. I, love <laughs> I do too. Fish. I love fish. I love yes. sushi. But okay. now I do a hack where I take what I took to detox. I take it a couple hours before a sushi meal. Um, but in general, I stayed away from fish for five months and did a natural protocol. So yeah, even cleaning up heavy metals can solve your thyroid problem. And you can go down this thing and investigate what are all of the things that could cause this. Listen, living in a house with black mold can give yeah. you Hashimoto's. Okay. Interesting. Okay. And I mean, Dave Asprey, who was the starter of Bulletproof Coffee, that's how he got it. I mean, he doesn't have it anymore, but he got it. And I know a couple of people that way wow. too. So environmental factors, right? Dietary yeah. factors, and then just hereditary factors. For example, you know, maybe your mom has type one diabetes. 
maybe someone else in your family is going to have some kind of autoimmune issue that usually happens, you know, where like the mom has rheumatoid arthritis, the daughter has celiac or I see. something right. like mm-hmm. that. So do you have autoimmunity in your family? And that right. could be one to look at. Um, what I always find interesting too, is that when, and this happened to me and I know several other people, when you just go to your like general practitioner and you tell them, you know, I think my thyroid's low. My mother's was it like runs in our family. I'm feeling X, Y, Z. What they tend to do, I think, is only test one thing, and that is your TSH, right? And that's the yeah. thyroid stimulating hormone, which basically it's 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 overreacting to tell your brain we need more thyroid, right? That's basically what it does. Yeah, I'm happy to go. Please through. do because what yeah, I so- like mine, I think I think mine doesn't work. So they would find they would see that and they'd say, oh, it's low. So that means you know, or I'm sorry, your TSH is high. Then we need to lower your thyroid, etc. And that's where a lot of people get stuck. Go ahead. Yeah. Let's talk a little about that. Okay. Well, let's just start. Let's just start with this. This is where everyone gets stuck. If you have a doctor or you are on thyroid hormone listening to this and your doctor has only ever tested your TSH Mm -hmm. or only tested your TSH and T4, you're with the dumbest uninformed doctor, run, educate them or run. There is, there is no other answer to that. And and I I challenge any doctor listening. I tell you what, (laughs) yes, you know what I mean? Listen, so this is what doctors say. So they're only to go back and look at your labs. Did they just take the TSH and T4? If they did, they have not assessed you properly. They do not know. Okay. I'm going to do a quick explanation of the thyroid feedback. Yes. Loop. Okay. I just want to tell everyone else though, I have, you can just go to freethyroidmasterclass.com. I have a two hour video with a, uh, list of all the tests and everything I'm going to mention. Oh, and, great. you know, okay. really explain this again. So if you need another whole redo on it, you can, you can go there. Um, and that's freethyroidmasterclass.com. All right. So here are the thyroid hormones. Now I'm going to be talking about four things right now. Okay. It's going to be TSH, free T4, free T3, sorry, T, yeah, TSH, free T3, free T4, and reverse T3. And you're going to be like, oh God, it sounds sciencey. You guys, I have a philosophy degree. I'm telling you, <laughs> if you just ignore yeah. the yes. names and, and, and feel like it's biologically, you're going to understand it theoretically. All right. So this is how our thyroid feedback loop works. And it's absolutely the most elegant, interesting system. So the pituitary, which is at the base yeah. of the brain, when it senses that your body needs thyroid hormones because it's gotten mm-hmm. low, it will send out a signal. That signal is called the TSH. TSH stands for thyroid stimulating right. hormone. It's not a thyroid Correct. hormone. It's a wake up call signal. Mm-hmm. Okay. So every time your body gets a little low, the signal sent to the thyroid, the thyroid, I'm telling you how it works, um, by the way, correctly. So I'll tell you the problems that can happen with, but the way okay. I'm describing is how, how it, it should, should work. work. Okay. So the TSH sends a signal, the thyroid gets the message and it goes, Oh, thanks. And then what it does is it releases about 80% of something called T4 and about 20% of something called T3, both of which are thyroid hormones. One is inactive. That's the T4. It's just a storage home. And then there's an active one. I see. It gives you a lot more of the storage one than the active one. Why? If if, if there's an inactive thyroid hormone, why even dispense it right. at all? Why not just uh, have the thyroid give the what you need, which is T3? The body that's Absolutely. the stuff that burns right. fat. That's mm-hmm. what makes you. Uh, feel good. Uh, when you take a free T3 test, that corresponds usually with how you feel, okay? Because that is the active hormone. All right. So, so it releases about 80%. Why does it do that? Because T3 is extremely powerful. And we can look at this like a slow release mechanism where your body gives you a lot of the storage hormone, a little bit of the direct stuff. And then throughout the day, as you need it, the T4 is going to convert into the active okay. T3 okay. as you need mm-hmm. it. 
Okay. Now, whatever is unused of that T4 that was pumped out, okay? So TSH signal sends the signal to your thyroid. Thyroid pumps Mm -hmm. out 80% T4, about 20% T3. Throughout the day as you need it, the T4 will convert to T3. What happens with the T4 that wasn't converted or whatever? It is sort of fleshed out through your system through a process called reverse T3. Reverse T3 is inactive. Now, again, why is it doing all this? Like, give me the, there has to be a middleman here because T3 is very powerful. So here's how reverse T3 works when you're in trouble. Reverse T3 is an emergency break. Let's just say, and this is someone who's not even on thyroid Mm -hmm. hormones or just living their life. They feel great. They don't even have a thyroid problem. Let's say they're in a horrible car accident. Maybe they got like a severed limb or something awful, right? Okay. Now in that moment, the body is going to Probably convert a lot of your T4 into reverse T3 because it's like, she's in trouble. We don't want to throw fire out of this thing. We don't want to make it more metabolic. Like, let's just dial it back a bit. Or if you have a flu or something like that. So they usually test reverse T3 in the ICU. Okay. And you're really screwed, right? Because it is a major measure of wellness and unwellness in anyone's body. Mm -hmm. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. All right. So, so. Okay, so we test TSH, free T3, free T4, and reverse T3 always. We want to see this feedback loop. Why? Because you could be on T4, okay? You could be on a T4-only medication, let's say, uh, for thyroid, which is what most doctors give. So what I just described to you, I just told you, our thyroids don't just pump out T4. Our thyroids and our bodies do not rely on conversion alone. 99% 99% of endocrinologists and all thyroid doctors out there will just give you one thyroid hormone for treatment. Mm -hmm. They'll just give you T4. So what they do is if they're only testing TSH and T4, they're not testing, did the T4 convert into the thing that matters. T4 is useless okay. in the Never body. knew that. That's 100% like 100% useless. So telling. Only okay. So convert. really what, because some people maybe then, you know, get a lot of the T4, but it's not doing any converting. So they're still going to be low on their thyroid. Not only is it not doing any of the converting, the doctor's exactly. not even testing to see if it's converting. They're just testing the TSH and T4. They're just testing the source hormone and the signal. Now let's talk about this TSH signal. The test in the United States and in general, for TSH, just to make it easy, it's like zero to five. It's really 0.45. Okay. But it's zero to five. All right. Where should yours be if you're a normal person in this world? Uh, Probably around two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. But the TSH is a terrible test to take on its own. And this is why NIN4 doctors are getting it wrong because it fluctuates so much throughout the day. For example, let's say I wake up, I'm fasting, I go to the gym, and then I go in for my blood test. The TSH is going to be like four and the doctor's going to go, oh no, it's up towards the top. I'm Mm -hmm. worried you have a thyroid problem. No, no, no. It's just that my body needs thyroid hormones because I just worked out Uh, and it's just sending the signal. It's just, it fluctuates too much. We never rely on it. However, on a scale of zero to five, when you see a TSH of 150, that person is suffering. That TSH of 150 is the brain screaming screaming bloody murder to the thyroid. So if it's at eight, yeah, that's bad. Anything over five would be suspicious, right? But it's not the full picture. Now, when someone's at 150, uh, I can guarantee you that if someone has that high of a TSH, their T4 and T3 will probably be zero or below the range. Mm -hmm. It really means they have nothing because it's just the scream. Exactly. Bloody murder, Mm -hmm. help me. She's dying, right? So this is why we have to test this because the free T3 test corresponds with how you feel and not all T4 converts. In fact, T4 only therapy fails people a lot. So what's the best thyroid hormone replacement Mm -hmm. for people that need to do that versus cure it naturally or whatever is a T4-T3 combination. 
very much like what I just described to you in those sort of ratios. It's okay. endocrine mimicry. So if your doctor also, so you might have a doctor who tests TSH, free T3, and free T4, but they don't mm, understand reverse okay. T3. They don't understand. Now, I had a doctor, I talk about this in my book. I went to her with a patient that didn't speak English very well, someone who worked at our company. And um, the endocrinologist didn't even talk to the patient. She was just really just a, a nightmare. And um, I said to the doctor, and I was very suspicious that the patient had been on T4 only for many, many years. I had a sus suspicion that she had a reverse T3 problem, meaning all the T4 she was being given. And every time she went into decline, right. they just gave her more of the thing right. and it kept not converting. Now, when that happened, you have reverse T3 hypothyroidism. Um, so I suspected this. I asked the doctor to test her reverse T3. She said to me, we don't do that. That's old school. <laughs> yeah. I said to her, I said to her, well, it's very interesting that you say that. I personally just had a very serious reverse T3 problem that I got over. Right. So it's pretty new school to me. All I'm asking you to do is take a test. This was her, um, by the way, this is verbatim. This is her response. She said, fine, I'll take it, but I don't oh know how goodness. to evaluate wow. it. Wow. Well, yeah. Well, oh, oh, wow. Wait. Yeah, wait, we got mm -hmm. to really stop there for a second. This is, this is what I said to her. Did you just patronize me for asking you a question that now you're telling me you know nothing about? <laughs> did you say that? And what did she respond? Oh, my gosh. Yes. yes. Love that. Yes, and what I was did. her answer? Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, like, like you guys, that would be like me saying, oh, my God, definitely don't see the new Star Wars movie. And you're like, oh, my God, why was it horrible? <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, no, I didn't exactly. It. I don't know. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's mm. old school. We don't do that. Well, and then I push her to test and she's like, well, fine, but I don't know. Oh, so that's, yep, so that's, that's there yes, you go. That's true. Ego, ego. Can't admit that you might not know something and now you're hurting a patient that results. But guess what happened? Yeah. You think I was right? Of course I was right. She had a horrible reverse T3 situation. In that situation, I had to convince this endocrinologist who is a right. T4 only person who only tested TSH and T4, doesn't understand any of this stuff, 40-year-old outdated protocols. And I'm trying to explain to her that she, we need to give this patient some T3. Right, exactly. But T3. more because, yeah. Now, let me just explain something about that feedback loop. TSH sends a signal. Thyroid pumps out 80% mm -hmm, T4, mm -hmm. roughly 20% T3. Throughout the day, it converts. Whatever doesn't convert into T3 goes to reverse T3. But now... I need to let everyone know. T4 is the only thing that converts into reverse T3. Oh. So if you have a serious reverse T3 okay. problem, like I had, I took a T4, T3 combination. It worked for a while. Suddenly, the T4 stopped converting for whatever reason. Maybe it huh. was the heavy okay. metals, maybe mm -hmm. whatever. Not yeah. the point. How do we fix it, right? So I have a reverse T3 problem, which means I'm on thyroid hormone and I'm hypothyroid. Yeah. I'm suffering. So I have to take away the thing that converts into right. reverse T3, which is the T4, and give myself the direct thyroid hormone. So T3 only treatment I is see. the last resort choice for thyroid hormone replacement because it is getting rid of the middleman and the whole feedback. Just, just directly, just right. So there's direct. no conversion that just needs to happen. Now, okay, no conversion that needs to happen. Don't need to worry about it. I'm, but here's the problem with that. That's a human mind trying to gauge when I need cellularly versus T4 yes. doing the job for me. Okay. So that's why it is the last resort, but it is this emergency thing that can be used. So I take a little bit, a tiny bit of T4 in the morning and then mostly T3. Okay. I used to take only T3 for many, many years because I have a reverse T3 right, problem. Right. Makes sense. Yep. And once you have that and, and T4 backfires on you. So that is the solution for that. Now, most doctors have no clue 
how to evaluate reverse T3. We always do a ratio between the reverse T3 and the T3. We also look at the reverse T3 number. They have no idea how to fix this. They are so scared of dosing T3. They think it's going to kill you. All this kind of stuff. They have all these false fears. And it's, again, just based in yeah, right. uninformed uh, Interesting that, yeah. yeah. So if there's any questions about that, that I can answer. Now, I know I went through that feedback loop. So let me just list the six tests you need to get. I mentioned right. four things in that feedback loop, but here are the tests. Do I have a thyroid problem? Now, are there many other tests you could take? Vitamin D, B12? Yeah, yeah. I'm right. just talking. Exactly. Do mm -hmm. I have a thyroid problem? You get TSH, free T4, free T3, reverse T3, push for it. They're going to they're going to, they're going to fight it. And then you also always want to rule out Hashimoto's and most doctors only test for one of the antibodies. There are two. So you need to get both. You can be positive for one and not the other or both TPO antibody that stands for thyroid peroxidase and then TG antibody, which stands for thyroglobulin antibody. Again, all of this is in my free thyroid guide that comes with my free thyroid masterclass with the full video. I go over the feedback loop again. So if you need a refresher yeah, and, and you want to just kind of like keep that on loop, it's very important that you get it that everyone who's having this right. problem understands how this works because you're going to hear a doctor tell you something and you're going to be so confused because, and here's the problem. The only reason I'm better right now talking to you, I'd probably be dead right now is because I yes. did take my health into my own hands so that you all don't have to because- I had to do it. Now I can teach you what to do so you know enough to help your doctor right. practice medicine with you. Right, and I do think for, for whatever reason, the thyroid, that's the one that they do get wrong an awful lot. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it, you know, it's what they were taught. The doctor on my book, Dr. Forsman, and my doctor, you know, he, he's just so, he's so transparent about it. He's like, I probably screwed up people too because right. I just went along with what I was taught. The difference between my doctor and the doctors that know what's up is that when patients kept coming to him complaining about symptoms of hypothyroidism, um, even mm -hmm. though they run thyroid hormone, he, he was like, well, this maybe I need to look more into this. Like, what's going on here? And then he realized, oh, of course you test the free T3 and the reverse yes. T3. You know what I mean? He tests reverse T3 in all of his patients, no matter what they come to him for, because right. it's a valid Now, let me ask you, so I, I have a friend who, uh, they said she had, her thyroid was low, she was hypothyroid, and they put her on medication, but she, when she was on it, she could not sleep at all. And, you know, she had just complete insomnia when normally she sleeps great. And so she feels like it's definitely that and, and doesn't take it anymore. Um, is there a danger yet? Well, okay. So let yes. me just, let me just address that. There's so many false conclusions here. First of all, I don't know what her dose was and what they were giving her. And absolutely that could happen. If you overdose someone or give them the wrong dosage, mm -hmm. they could have mm -hmm. anxiety or shaky or high heart rate. Absolutely. Um, the other thing too is, um, anxiety or issues sleeping and things like that, like I said, are usually related to hypothyroidism. So if you don't solve it, it can get bad. So people think of thyroid as being an energy hormone, meaning right. keeping me up or making me hyper, like, like I'm a fast talker. That's not because of thyroid medication. I've been a fast <laughs> yeah, talker. My absolutely. Whole life, right? You know what I mean? Like that's not, it doesn't make you doesn't make you yeah. like coffee or cocaine. So some people are afraid of taking like an afternoon dose if they need to split their dose because they're worried about getting to sleep when mm -hmm. it actually helps you sleep. However, there are a few people that don't take a dose past 4 or 5 p.m. because it does affect them that way. But in general, I would say she was on the, either the wrong combination or her iron storage and iron numbers were bad and therefore she couldn't – It would. 
she was having trouble with the thyroid medication because that can cause a lot of things. Too. That, yeah. so there's a lot of things that I would like to ask her that, and also too, here's the other problem. All right. So, uh, this is a mistake that doctors and patients make. I talk about this in my book and my course, which is the following. A doctor, you have a thyroid problem or whatever, and the doctor goes, here's some medication. You're dumb, dumb. You don't know better. You take it. Okay, fine. Yeah. But even if you did know better and you took it and you knew what you were taking, the doctor will say, great, come right. back in six months or two months or whatever it is. Wrong. Hmm. And let me tell you why. You have introduced exogenous hormones into the body. The natural stuff's going to shut see. down even farther. So here's what happens. Someone takes an entry-level dose because you can never get your right dose right away. You got you to gotta incrementally, right. like, you got to start entry-level dose and you, you, you go up to where you need to be. Okay. So, um, sorry, I just lost my the, so, uh, so the yeah. wrong medication. Sometimes. So you start out, so okay, it incrementally right. goes so, up. Um, mm -hmm. Right. So they could have given her too much of a dose right away. Okay. Or what you do is you're, they give her an entry-level dose and then you feel oh. even worse because you're like the hypo symptoms get worse because you're like, oh, this stuff doesn't work. It's making me feel worse. I have more hypo symptoms than I had. And that's not it. Okay. You waited too long between that first dose and getting your second. Now, uh, hopefully with the doctor. So, that, so what you were saying, but, right. But what you were saying is that they too. say, oh yeah, come back in six months, but that's not good. How, how quickly should you go back and check the status? Every wow. three weeks until okay. you get your optimal Every three dose. weeks. Every okay. three weeks. Three weeks is enough yeah. time to see whatever dose you just took. It's enough time for the T4 to store and convert. At the three-week mark, mm -hmm. you get your blood drawn, right? And by the way, always in the morning, two hours after waking, never take thyroid hormones before the test. It's less important for someone on T4 only. I still wouldn't do it. And and then don't eat, don't do anything, just just water, coffee, right. black okay. tea. You know, that's it. So that's the way you get tested. Don't ever do it in the afternoon after you've had a whole day. Don't go exercise and do it. Just do nothing in the morning. You're going to get tested after two hours. Pop your thyroid medication in after the blood draw. It's okay that you're late. So uh, the, what I've seen, and I've, I've coached people all over the world for over a decade now, someone will take like an entry level dose of natural desiccated thyroid or something. And then the doctors mm -hmm. say, come back in six months, but like literally within F three, four weeks later, they start to feel worse or bad. And then they don't think it's working. Right. Then they quit, they give up. The doctors know what they're doing. So, you know, this happens and it's like, I, when someone's willing to blame that, I just go, mm, maybe you're assessing that mm -hmm. situation wrong. And so it, I would warrant that she probably right. is, or she was given the wrong medication and, or dosage. Yeah. Or there's an underlying thing there that's giving her that issue because they're not looking at the other comprehensive things that need to be looked at to like, right. Exactly. Make it and I think that, that works, that's the know? other thing. I don't think they realize how much it is involved with the hormones, our sex hormones. I mean, that they are so related but I, I think I went to four doctors before I found one that understood that, <laughs> that really, you know, handles all that does the testing for everything. Yeah. And now if someone is low yeah. thyroid, what are the, and they might be like, well, my symptoms are okay. They're not too bad. I don't want to take the medication. Are there, you know, is there a concern to stay in that state? Let's talk yes. about that. Go ahead. What are yes. the worries? It's a disease state. It's a disease state. It's accelerated aging. Good luck with your life. You're going to have a domino effect of other things that'll pop up. You'll be like, oh, that's interesting, this weird skin thing. Guess what? Great. That's from your yep. mm -hmm. I mean, okay. all of it. Okay. So it is accelerated aging. Um, right. It's not healthy because it will be an imbalance of hormones, period, because of its production yep. and regulation, right? So 
sure, if you would like a decline in cognitive <laughs> health and everything else, then live with a subpar right. thyroid. Um, now, you don't always have to take the medication. Listen, I uh, Pure Encapsulations makes a great thyroid support complex um, that has some of those nutrients in there, like, you know, that support the thyroid. You could always just try that, go paleo. Let's talk about paleo diet. then. I love you know, that you mentioned it because that was my, on my list, my next yeah. question. Um, yeah, so I've been doing paleo for years, especially because got rid of gluten, et cetera. What about that really yeah. supports the thyroid? Okay. So, mm-hmm. and, I, and I go more into this in my book, but I'll, so, it, so a lot of people are like, oh, I get it. You got fat with hypothyroidism. I, so uh-huh. then you do paleo to lose the weight. All right. Well, yeah. sure. Sure. That's absolutely. Yeah. But that's actually not really it. There's more to it. So the, the macros and the lifestyle, people think paleo is a diet. It's not. Yes. Paleo is a lifestyle and it is also, and I mean movement and, and that kind of thing, and also a dietary mm-hmm. like list of things, right? But it's not necessarily a dis- list of no. calories per se or a s- restrictive diet. It's just a list of foods. Um, a lot of offensive foods are removed from paleo, mm-hmm. grains, mm-hmm. gluten, legumes, dairy. These things are all inflammatory and we know right. how gluten affects mm-hmm. yes. autoimmune disorders, right? Then you can go further and do paleo autoimmune protocol, which is just a stricter list of foods. So that would call for the elimination of nightshades, perhaps things high in histamines, okay. with, which affect people with autoimmune disorders. Like So that could be cinnamon. You put cinnamon in your coffee every morning, that's high in histamines. People, I didn't know that. People don't yeah. know this stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, so, you know, I mean, things can affect people with autoimmune disorders that way. Um but here's the connection. So paleo primal, and when you're living it right with the lifestyle, meaning the exercise right. components and the diet, then you are, it's the op, it's, I would just say it's the most optimal for cortisol and oh, blood okay. glucose. Mm-hmm. And cortisol and blood glucose go hand in hand with like your thyroid and how everything works, storing fat. So if you have too much cortisol, and this happens with a lot of hypothyroid patients who've gotten adrenal fatigue and shout out cortisol, their adrenals are trying to save them, get really Mm, fat around the middle. Okay. Yeah. You notice that like the fat is around the middle. That's, 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 that's usually where that, that will end up. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, it could be of other things, menopause and some other stuff going on, but usually that's a cortisol thing. And so people are usually like notice that when they're hypothyroid and they're like, wow, I mean, I'm really getting fed around the middle. It's like extra there. Um, so you really, so back in the day, I'm sure everyone's heard about like yes, the zone right, diet. Back in the day. Mm-hmm. From back in the day, the zone diet was developed by a guy who coached a bunch of swimmers and you got to really read the fine line on this because what he said in that book, people took that meant something oh, totally really? different than he yeah. had intended. But anyway, his whole thing was eat every two, three hours, keep insulin steady. That's not what you want to do. You're going to create, you're going to make yourself a, a hypoglycemic if you do yeah. that. Okay. That's too much yo-yoing and our, Just, our, our, yeah. our adrenals do not like that. So every time, if you have hypoglycemia, then after three, four hours, you're like, Oh, I'm tired. Mm. I'm hangry. I'm hangry. And then you yes. eat and then you're up. Right. And then you're down. Every time those drops happen, yep. adrenals freak out. It does not like it. So you don't want the adrenals to be tapped antagonized if they don't need to be. So the way to keep glucose low and slow is through a paleo primal diet, not jacking and keeping some right. insulin at a certain level. The species who excrete the least amount of insulin live the mm, longest. Okay. Really? And you, you, we all can see our type two diabetes problem in this country. That's an insulin yes, problem. Yeah, yes. absolutely. You know what I mean? is. That's, that's them really tapping and yep, just punching right. the pancreas. Yeah. And, and I, so, you know what, now that you say that too, because right. I, I have not had my cortisol t- 
tested per se, or I don't know what, maybe they have, endocrinologists might have, but I haven't really looked at that. It's a, it's usually a, um, it's it's interesting because I think back in the day when I know I was starting to have all this as an issue, I think my cortisol was always way up. I felt like everything caused anxiety, stress. And then now it just, yeah, it's, you don't have that, you know, flight or fight thing. You just kind of can stay much more even. So maybe it's the thyroid medicine, maybe it's the paleo, who knows, but um, I definitely agree. It's a better way to live. Well, no, I mean, paleo is, again, it's great for the management of blood glucose and cortisol. And then also those things are absolutely related to thyroid. So basically paleo provides an optimal primordial Mm -hmm. baseline to receive and metabolize thyroid hormones, whether you're swallowing them out of a bottle or they're your own hormones that are being produced properly. Right. Exactly. So that definitely helps it. That's great. Um, Fantastic to hear all this. Uh, So tell us a little before you did this, I mean, before your thyroid, how much did it debilitate you and what were you doing before kind of share? uh, (laughs) Uh Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I talk about the, you know, it's a, it, I don't mind talking about it. Of course I want to talk about it. It's just that it, 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 I might cry because it was really, I just want to say, if you're out there, you're suffering. Um, it had gotten to a point I'd gone Mm -hmm. to two dozen Mm -hmm. endocrinologists, doctors, no one could help me. They hurt me, misdiagnosed me. Boy, did I feel like, Oh my God. So at that point I was like, if I have to run to an ashram in India or I don't care where I have to go, like where do I have to go in the world? I'll go live on an Amazonian. I don't care. Um, I was willing to do anything. I did start to have this thought though. I was never suicidal, but I started to have this thought where I was like, if I don't fix this soon, I'm going to have to start think about thinking wow. about thinking about wow. it. Wow. And I would just say that's just like such an awful thing because you want to live every day. You just can't wait mm-hmm. to go to bed mm-hmm. so that you don't have to live in this freaking body that you're in. It's horrible, guys. It's horrible. And I'm reminded of it daily when yeah. I talk with people, you know, with thyroid problems. I can tell you when you're on the other side. And by the way, just so everyone knows. Every single thyroid problem is fixable, wow. period. Okay. If you're still struggling, it's yeah. just with the dumb doctor or you're not informed enough. That's the only two reasons why people are struggling. And I need to just get that through again. Only two reasons. You're either dealing with an uninformed doctor, doesn't know how to treat you, assess you, help you. Or you're uninformed and you don't know how to help right, them help right. you or help yourself. So it wasn't until I learned this myself, someone with a philosophy degree who hated science and math, who still doesn't like science and math, <laughs> still can't do math, okay, like without a calculator. Yeah. If I can figure it out and fix myself, I'm telling you. And I've helped thousands of people all over the world do this, okay? It's, it's actually quite easy. Now, what are the complicated scenarios that might take longer? First of all, if you catch it, you can solve this thing in three months. Right, you do it right. right. If you're mm-hmm. working with the right person, yeah. no brainer, three months, nothing. Now, the longer healing process would be the person who has Lyme disease, Epstein-Barr, going right. through menopause, and has rheumatoid arthritis. Right, okay. then it's more okay. complicated. All right, yeah, we got a lot absolutely. of things to go with there. Right. Might take a year, but you'll be feeling better really quick. But you, it might take some time yeah. to detox from heavy metals and do all this kind of stuff if you've got multiple problems. But as far as, and, and also too, um, you know, women who have had a baby, sometimes those hormones swing and they'll mm-hmm. become hypo or hyper after pregnancy. Sometimes it's just... Clean paleo living, optimized nutrients, take a nice thyroid support formula 16 weeks okay. later, test that's again. Good. Yeah. Try it first. And if it didn't work, that's okay. At least you've primed your body in that time to receive thyroid hormones properly if you have right. to go It's sort that of like direction. you create the ideal I environment am, for thyroid to really work. Yeah. Right. 
when you fix your thyroid problem, like, so I take mm-hmm. thyroid hormones every day so that I am not hypothyroid. So what are you looking for? The full elimination exactly. of symptoms. Yeah. All of them. Wow. All of them will be gone. Not like, oh, well, I still have a little bit of lingering whatever. Mm-hmm. Check I know. I thyroid. tell people all the time if they are complaining either weight gain, I'm like, you got to check the thyroid. That's, And I, I think what you said was so... Well, then they, they, they go, oh, my doctor yeah, checked the thyroid. I know. It's fine. And every time, by the way, nine times out of 10, I go, no, it's not. I don't buy it. I don't believe it. How do you know it was right? Did you look at it? Do you know yep. what it is? Go get the test. They go, no, I think they tested free T3. They always come back. Oh, TSH. they only tested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, I, I didn't ever intend, I was a, you know, I was a, uh, I still am, but I was a comedy writer, a film writer. You know, I had no intention of being like a health wow, coach. This that's... is absolutely my life mission because, uh, this absolutely robbed me of seven years of my thirties. Okay. And it has robbed other people of 10, 20 years of their life. There's people that have gotten hysterectomies oh that didn't need to happen. There's people that have had thyroid glands right. removed that didn't need to happen. Miscarriages, right? All sorts of things. Relationships ruined. This affects relationships. I talked, I've talked to a lot of couples over the years because what happens is, is, you know, let's say the husband's like, this is not the woman I married. She's not only sick, she's going to 500 doctors. They all think she's crazy. She didn't listen. Nothing's helping. And, and right. she's not fun to be around. Tired, she's a party yes. pooper. She's tired. Dragging she's all of it. No, you're right. It's not, it's, it's not, not the way to live. Yeah. It's horrible. So, so, I mean, there are people like, and in fact, I'll just share his story because he shares it in his book publicly, which is Paul Robinson, the other um, thyroid author out of England. And he wrote a book called recovering with T3. He's very good at just right. T3 only mm-hmm. the last resort choice. He's maybe 60 or something like that. Um, he talks about it. His entire marriage in the relationship oh with my his gosh, sons really? absolutely ruined because of his hypothyroidism. He had a natural innate inability, an inability to convert T4 to T3 and didn't know until he was 60. So all oh. those years, they just kept trying to put him on T4 or T4 and common and never worked. And he was, look, it affects your brain. It's not to say that you excuse behavior. Yeah, because you're no. like, well, I was hypothyroid. Of course, you apologize. Yeah, you you own, own it, it but, you yeah. know. But but this guy, you can tell he, he does, still chokes wow. up about it sometimes, and it's yeah. tough because he's. It was probably 20 years of his life, the best in that young, that formative years of his children, all this stuff, and he was sick, couldn't work, lost job, all these things, and you can tell he's still a little bitter yeah. about it. You know what I mean? And. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. I one time ran into a doctor, a doctor who had tested my TSH, told me, laughed at me when I asked for a B12 test, and then patted my gym shoes and said, maybe you just oh, need to oh, use these. Oh, you know, he didn't. When I was already. <laughs> oh, my God. That's did. A lot of them do. Bad. They blame you for closet immune <laughs> disorders. And years later, I saw him in like a pharmacy, like I saw him in a drugstore, like a CVS. I just walked in. I looked at him. I had instant. I literally... Immediately bald wow. crying. Had it just out. brought just all of it back. Because it, I was like, he, he was the guy mm. who put me on birth control after birth control after birth control. Yeah, wasn't helping you at all. No. You know what you... And, and I had to do a lot of healing around that. And most people do. Because look, they're doing their best of what they were taught. You don't want those doctors though. You want the people that go exactly. above and beyond. You want the people that are spending more than 15 minutes with you. And you never, I mean, mm, never say never. Endocrinologists are technically the absolute really? worst wow. for thyroid because they are the most yes. indoctrinated. They're like, how could I have possibly gone to the specialized school? And not, they are the worst. Um, my doctor tells a story about how he had a patient working with an endocrinologist and he said, oh, hey, I, he ordered some tests for the patient. And the, it's like the endocrinologist was offended. Oh, wow. Where's oh, the patient? Gosh. Yeah. 
yeah. F your ego. Yeah. What's the pain, right? Like, oh, 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 like, who's this doctor coming in here? Why wouldn't he say, well, let me see what he's got here. What is he going yeah, to Yeah, why not? What? Exactly. And um, one thing that you said that I think yeah. is so important to, um, for me, not related to thyroid, but there was a time a few years back that they could not figure out. I felt fluish all the time. I was, I went to so many different doctors. Nobody could figure it out. And of course you go to one and then like, it's not this. So now you're back to the beginning. Again, it's not like one doctor follows you through all of this, but what was interesting is it ended up, right. you have to take your health into your hands. You have to, because there's not going to, I mean, it is. And so for me, way. it was, okay, what is happening? When is this, when is the symptom happening? What did I do right before, you know, kind of noting, noting all of it, then even doing, you know, putting the meds into this program that shows that there's an interaction, which there was. All my medication was coming from Kaiser, you know, at the time. And they should have seen it, you know, when when we did look at it, one new medication they'd given me with another one I'd been taking for years comes up with the skull and crossbones. So, but I'm seeing, you know, like a disease specialists, all kinds, and yet that was the answer. Right, like all of that wasted oh, suffering in time had yes. someone just done their job, which is their specialty, yep. okay? Endocrinologists, for example, like that's their specialty, right? Mm-hmm. They should know. But hopefully everything about the story, whether you're listening, I don't care what comes up in your life. If any health thing comes up in your life, yes. you better become an expert. You bet. I don't care. Or, or come to me. I got the stuff to already teach you. I already put it in a course. Absolutely. Like, I, I, yeah. You know, that's, yeah. But get on it. Be, become is the only reason I got better. I shouldn't have doctors write me, and I'm so glad they do. This again, these are doctors I would see because I had a couple doctors write me, and their testimonials are on my my course page where they're like, "Oh my god, uh, thank you so much!" Like I recommend you to everyone. I tell them you're not a doctor, but that you know more than most doctors. I right. shouldn't. I'm kind of still a little mad about the fact that I do. I don't want to know right. more than these people. I they yeah, sh- you should I be able to go to them as the but, expert, but so, but that's not the case. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, um, so, so yeah. So here's the thing. You always check your thyroid, no matter what, if you have a doctor that is reluctant to take any of the tests Mm -hmm. I mentioned, they're uninformed and fight it anyway. The other mistake I want to tell, to talk about this happens all the time, aside from forgetting not to take your thyroid medication before the blood draw. Okay. That's one that always happens where people are like, Oh, it was just so natural. I forgot. The other is this. You'll go to a doctor and you'll be like, yeah. hey, like you talk to me. You go to my thyroid masterclass and then you go, oh, hey, I want this list of tests. And you give it to them. And they go, oh, okay. You go in for the lab. You get the results back and you're like, where's the free T3? Where's the reverse right. T3? The end, yeah. Okay. Let me, let me just, everybody, you guys, the doctor will never call you to disagree with what they think. They will just look at your list and go, oh, poor Jenny. She's dumb, dumb. She didn't know. I'm the doctor. She didn't need that. They won't yeah. contradict you. So you think, oh, okay, you go in. Now you've wasted a blood draw. Now you got to go get your, your arm poked with another needle. By the way, I hate getting oh, my goodness. Yeah. into my veins. This, I've had clients crying me, calling me crying. Like, I asked for right. reverse T3. They said they tested. It's not in the slip. Did you check? Right. Did you check right. the slip? Check slip. Make sure you look at the lobotomist. Hey, before you even put the rubber band on my arm, I want to make sure these tests- right. Bring in your list are on here. The list that you send to the doctor. And if they're not, you walk out, you call your doctor. I thought you said you were going to test T3. Why is it not in here? I'm at the lab. You've wasted my day. Right? You have to do this. Um, And I am part that wisdom because this Mm -hmm. happens 
even after I've given this lecture, wow. it still happens. So please don't trust. Yeah. Again, we just trust your doctor. Like you trust when someone says, sure. That they don't. Exactly. Because they, they got ego. And if they see something they don't know about, or they see something that the insurance company may or may not approve, they go, uh, yeah, exactly. And it's not, not like you're in there long, that much longer to get, to have them take the blood. So might as well get, I mean, there's no harm in testing all of that. I recently just said to my doctor, whenever I go in for a blood test, I want all my thyroid checked. Like that should just be standard. Why are we yes. not? You know, there's no point. Maybe it costs me an extra 20 bucks, but you know, might as well get it all. Yeah. So if people want to reach out to you, because I have been on your website and I know through your website, you can get the master course, right? Yeah. So I, um, for everyone that I have a free okay. thyroid masterclass and you can just go to free thyroid masterclass.com. What's in there. It's going to be a healing meditation. There's a free paleo guide along with other healing diets, nice. like FODMAP, low histamine carnivore, a little explanation of it's, it's very in depth. I have a free thyroid guide in there as well, which also lists all the tests I mentioned questions. You might ask a doctor's office to talk to the nurse, to not waste your copay yes. to see if that right. doctor might know better than, you know, so it's a, it's a whole guide. I've had it for years. It's like number one on Google. And that comes with the free thyroid masterclass. The masterclass is literally just me on a video talking to you for about an imparting hour all the wisdom that you have taken the time to find, which is, we can all be thankful for that because all yeah. The wisdom. And, right. And then I have ultimatethyroidcourse.com or again, you can just go to lrust.com, click on courses. So the ultimate thyroid course Okay. That's really the main one. Like if you really want to learn this and you want to help yourself, then that's 30 hours. That's my doctor, four hours of my doctor. That's experts. That's autoimmune experts. Wow. That's okay. testimonials. Um, I, I still implore that everybody do go to ultimatethyroidcourse.com uh, or again, lrust.com, click on courses because just going through the page, listen to the 15 minute clip of Dr. Forsman. Listen to a mm -hmm. couple of the testimonials in there. You might Learn enough to fix yourself without ever buying my book right. or taking my course. And we all need this info. Thank you so much for being with us. Yeah. Honestly, Ellie, you've like, I mean, I thought I knew a heck of a lot pleasure. about thyroid and, and just, you know, how we take care of our bodies, but clearly I did not. And now I have much more. I'm definitely getting that, uh, going to get that course from you. Well, and if you need any personal help, of course, yes. you always reach out. You know, there are surprisingly 80% of the podcasters I talk to have a Oh my therapy. gosh. Do they really? That's funny. And so if, and yeah, so I mean, people can so email people. you, is yeah. it better that way or through Instagram? What's the best way for them? You know, I'm most okay. active on Instagram, but lrust.com, um, connecting me that way is great. Um, I also have a, I also wrote a book on confidence, like you mentioned at the beginning, and I have a free confidence masterclass oh, that's 90 minutes too. Um, and sometimes thyroid and confidence go hand in hand because when you're beaten down and you're sick and you're fat and you're bloated and you're feeling Yeah, awful, and they you tell you you're crazy that you aren't. Yeah, then you do. You're right. You've been gaslighted yep. by doctors for, yeah. So, so that's on there too. So there's a bunch of free stuff, but I would definitely go to freethyroidmasterclass.com. That's going to be really, I, I, you know, I just took years of every interview I've ever did and put all the resources Fantastic. right there. Thank spot, you so, so much. And I, I loved having you. Thank you. So for everybody out there, make sure you, you follow up and it's L it's spelled E L L E. Um, and Russ R-U-S-S. -S. So thank you. And for the rest of you, until next time, stay inspired.